Well, what's up, Cam? Oh, so many things and nothing all at the same time, Mitch. Hmm. How are you? Doing all right. Um, rolled into Quick Trip to get my customary Saturday morning donuts, which is going to be kind of ironic when we talk when we get to our subject later. But I didn't notice until I got into the store and the ladies were talking about it. But apparently, do you know who Clay Walker is? No, sounds like a country singer. He is a country singer. <laughs> um, yep. That's so good. Yep. And the only reason that I know who he is is because I jock country for a lot of years um, here in Portage. So I, I'm aware of him and I'm aware of his music. I was never really a fan of it, but, uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. It's not terrible, but apparently um, there were two tour buses sitting in the parking lot and uh, one of them said Clay Walker on the side of it. So whether or not he was actually there or was just like people attached to the tour, uh, it's hard to say, but uh, but it was interesting. So. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know why you would want your name on the side of the bus. So. Unless, I, you, I, unless you want people to come bug you. I have a theory. So okay. there were two tour buses there. One of them was just a really nice looking tour bus. And the other one was wrapped with all the Clay Walker stuff. If I'm Clay Walker, I'm the one that's not marked. <laughs> the, the tour manager and everybody is in the other no, one. No, But if I'm in a band, none of my stuff is marked. Yeah. That way people don't know. Mm-hmm. They can see me at the shows, meet and greets, all that sort of stuff. If I'm at a gas station at 8 a.m. on a Saturday, I'm good. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and on top of that, the, the whole reason why uh, I it, I noticed it was because someone came in and said, yeah, I'm from the Clay Walker tour. Um, I have a, our card was declined at the pump. <laughs> like, Not a good sign. Yeah, these are real people too, I guess. So. And I love that he led with, I'm from the tour. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Clearly, we have money. Clearly, your pump we, is we wrong. can handle this. <laughs> that doesn't mean you know how to handle your finances, that you're part of the tour. <laughs> right? right. So it's funny. Um, I know someone, I, I know someone famous. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so fix this. Yeah. Like I had this conversation. I, I, I laugh because sometimes we'll talk about, you know, friend of the show, so and so. It's like none of these people know who we are. Um, I, well, with the exception of Mike Hurley might know us by know our names, but you know, and I've, I've conversed with him a little bit in the past and stuff like that. But he's, when we joke friend of the show, like he really doesn't know that our show even exists. It's just funny, but yeah, yeah. We do it ironically. Indeed. Cause we're hipsters. Yeah. So I had a. Did I tell you about my steampunk espresso machine? <laughs> Did you get a new espresso machine again? No, no. I just <laughs> because we're hipsters, my espresso machine has to be steampunk. Mm. You know, right and on. It, it runs off the tears of all the fascists. Yeah, know? lots of uh, lots of black pipe and uh, and superfluous uh, gauges and such. And unnecessary amounts of steam from the steam wand. Right. I don't even I don't even use the steam wand to froth my milk. I just use it to fill the air with moisture. Yeah. It just it just looks cool. <laughs> it, it's it, all uh, about the aesthetic, bro. Right. Right. You took the words right out of my mouth. So, um, have we talked about uh, Apple TV Plus's uh, Friday Night Baseball before on the show? I think we talked about it when we were doing. 
when we talked about Apple TV uh, because they just uh, during our I or uh, our WWDC coverage they obviously didn't cover or talk at all about Apple TV, but we had multiple discussions about what we thought the future for Apple TV should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't recall though, cause I think we, I did bring it up. They, they signed a 10 year deal with MLS, mm-hmm. the major yeah. league soccer um, as their second sporting endeavor. Um, so I think we've talked about it a little bit, but um, there are, there are strong detail. rumors coming out that they did get the NFL Sunday ticket as well. So we'll see if that um, happen. Anything happens with that, but that's, that's uh, encouraging. I think that could be really cool. But at any rate, um, I watched the uh, Friday night baseball last night. The Brewers are on. I got home from work early and um, my wife wanted to go upstairs and read. And so I decided, you know, I'm going to try this out and check it out. And uh, if a tech company who really likes rounded rectangles designed a uh, <laughs> designed a, a sports um, like aesthetic, that's what that's totally what Apple TV plus uh, Friday Night Baseball looks like. Of course, all the graphics are in rounded rectangles and there's varying amounts of transparency behind them. Um, the one thing that I would say that I didn't like is that if they went to a split screen or um, they were showing a, another video or something like that, they went into a rounded rectangle on a background, like on a gradient background instead of having the video full screen, it dropped back into this, uh, this weird, um, almost reminds me of trying to think of how, how I would describe this because I've seen stuff like this on YouTube before, but now with the new live video and, and keynote, you can do this in keynote. And it's, it's like, you just, you're putting like a frame, like almost a three, a four by three or three by two frame um, around this video with rounded rectangles. And then there was like a black to blue gradient uh, background that was behind it. And it was just like, it just seemed weird for me. It's not, it's to me, I I haven't really seen anything you, like for sports. You want to busy your background if you're going to put a background in or maybe it's a, a shot of the city that you're in or, you know, some something like that. But just this weird like black to blue gradient with this rounded rectangle video um, frame in the middle of it was just kind of kind of odd. So. I did uh, notice the Brewers um, had jerseys that were light blue that said brew crew yeah they're, those are their city connection jerseys uh okay mm-hmm. it's I, the only reason i saw that was i was watching the um el trafico lafc versus la galaxy soccer game and right after that was the sports center and i was mm-hmm. like i haven't watched sports center in probably eight years yeah. let's see what's different mm-hmm. and so i watched like 20 minutes of sports center and um still the same exact show it's always been Mm-hmm. just new people and i saw some of the highlights from the uh the brewers game and i was like wow those jerseys are uh, special and then the, have you seen san diego's no city connect oh my gosh okay i gotta gotta do a quick it, search yeah they're um v- uh loud in like a, they want to be at miami sort of way if that make, which will make sense when you see them Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm not, I'm not like against it Mm because 
you know my feelings about baseball. I think it's rather boring. So why not have some jerseys that just like you know make you want a mamba? Mm-hmm. No, or I'm salsa. You know, or you know, tango. Most, most of these City Connect jerseys that I've seen have been you know bright and colorful. Um, of I course, see what the Tigers are because their jerseys are snooze fest. Uh, the uh, so it, we didn't we didn't say what this looks like, but it is basically. Hot, a hot pink on one sleeve it's white through the middle hot pink on one sleeve like a neon almost slightly pastelish green on the other sleeve and then the san diego logo in kind of a uh, marker script in the middle that split between that pink and the and the green um i'll see if i can try and find a way to put that into show notes but um uh, here's the Here's something with the City Connect. Oh, this looks like it's old, though. These, uh... Hmm. Let me see if I can uh, get this up and we can put this into show notes because I think they've got... Um, the City Connect jerseys. Maybe this was for last year? No, City Connect jerseys for 2022, and we are in 2022, right? But I don't see uh, the yes. I don't see the two that we were uh, we were grimacing about. Um, the Chicago Cubs uh, uh, jersey says Wrigleyville across the front. That's interesting. Yeah. So I found an article on ESPN. It's mm-hmm. supposed to rank the top or supposed to rank the jerseys, but it only goes through fourteen. The Tigers are not at the top fourteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not helpful. Yeah, let me see what I can find here. I want to put something in the show notes for this because this is pretty special. <clears throat> yep, I see Brewers. Why am I stuck in images? All right. Um, yeah, so that that's the ESPN. Uh, yeah, I just dropped article a link in the chat too. Okay. Colorado, Colorado Maybe. Rockies jerseys are pretty pretty interesting. You know what? The Tigers don't have one. That's why. Yeah, I, I kind of wondered if it wasn't like the one we talked about a while back that where they, you know, they didn't have one. The Houston Astros jersey I can get behind. That's interesting. Space City. Space City. That's interesting. Ooh. Hey, I don't hate it. <laughs> These San Diego ones are just a trip. Yeah. I didn't see that there was a San Diego in that list. Yeah, they were like number f- four or six. Oh, five. There yep. you go. All right, so I'll throw throw that uh, link into the show notes so everybody can uh, can enjoy just how crazy these jerseys look. So, <clears throat> good stuff. All right, but baseball, gotta love it, or not? Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> So related. Did I, did to, I ever tell you that I used to have a baseball podcast? No, no, I did not know that. It was it was with uh, the guy that we were each other's best men. Okay, in our, our weddings, and uh, he's a diehard like lifer baseball fan. Cincinnati Reds, you know the whole nine yards. I mean, just knows everything. And so we did a show together 
worked for like a season and a half and it was called the Mendoza line. So real baseball fans will understand that. And uh, it was a good time, but he, he moved and had a kid. So yeah, it went the way of the Buffalo, but it was a good time. Yeah, it's still funny. up on iTunes for anyone who wants to go listen to a baseball show from five years ago. <laughs> it's funny. Our kids ruin everything, right? <laughs> in the I most, mean, in the most wonderful way. <laughs> No comment. I love my kid. We are we are going to talk about something this morning that uh, has been a subject in, well, the health aspect of it has been a subject in our home lately. And I've been dry, diving back into a little bit more of like health tech is how I'm titling this this morning. But uh, is there anything that, that uh, you do as far as like tracking, you know, tracking calories, um, you know, any anything like that, that uh, that you track? I used to, I used to track calorie intake and water and how long I slept and what my resting heart rate was. And now I do nothing. Yeah. So I'm really glad we're talking about this today because <laughs> now I feel terrible. <laughs> so not mental. Not to physically. Make you feel physically, terrible. I feel fine. This is all just mental and emotional abuse. So yeah. thanks. <laughs> so, um, my wife and I were sitting talking the other day and she was uh, she was sharing with me that she just needed to get uh, need to get back um, dieting and, and uh, losing some weight. And I've kind of been in the same spot, you know, kind of uh, camped out at a weight that I'm not super excited about and want to want to lose some weight. And and so what we've done in the past is, you know, we. I was at one point, I was about 315 pounds and we had gone on the paleo diet and lost a whole bunch of weight, um, just cutting out uh, a lot of carbs and stuff like that. So, um, we've kind of backed into this last week, getting back into calorie counting. Um, I'm tracking my water intake again, making sure that I'm drinking enough water. Cause I don't, uh, I'm, I've kind of been aware of that. So trying to get back on the stick, uh, drinking more water and um, just trying to live healthier, lose the weight, you know, feel better, feel, you know, feel good. Um, not just physically, but also just kind of mentally about it, too, because it's really easy to kind of uh, hate yourself when you're you're feeling frumpy and floppy and gross. So um <laughs> frumpy floppy and gross that, yeah. that's a show title i'm yeah. sorry i'm calling it no well there is i added a thing for show titles in the doc so go ahead and throw it in there but so i did a couple of things first off we i i went back to using lose it um an app for tracking calories and i was actually quite happy with the fact that they've made some uh, made some improvements on the app since last i used it so I, I have a question first about, do you have that on your phone right next to find my? Find my, lose it or lose it, find. Lose find, it and find oh, my. So when you no. lose it, you can find it. No, I don't. It just seems like a virtuous cycle, you know? Yeah, I'm so sorry, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> that Not was quite. such a disappointed dad look. <laughs> Just a subtle head shake of like, oh my god, <laughs> what am I doing with this guy? Um, uh-huh. Anyway, so they haven't changed um, lose it a lot, but some of the cool things that they they now. What lose it is, is it's a way for for you to track your calories and you can, it splits it up into like breakfast, lunch, dinner, you know, snacks, that sort of stuff. And over the years, they've added uh, the ability to have like uh, morning snacks and afternoon snacks and like kind of split it up throughout the day so that you're not throwing stuff all into one bucket. But um but since I've come back to lose it, I've noticed that they've added the ideas of like, okay, you, you set up a plan uh, to start with that says, well, hey, if you do these things, you can you can uh, lose a pound and a half a week and uh, or two pounds a week or a pound a week. And so here's the calorie count for that. But then they what they've added is like you can do different programs on here. So you can just do the standard program that just averages your your uh, calorie uh, consumption throughout the week at a, at a specific number. Um, but what they've added is like, I'm, I'm doing the weekender where the Monday through Friday, I have a little bit lower calorie count. And then on the weekend, my calorie counts a little higher so that I can splurge a little bit cause I'm off and maybe like I want to eat two donuts on a Saturday morning and need the calories for that which by the way when i entered those into my thing i was like okay maybe i need to cut down to one donut (laughs) yeah (laughs) i didn't realize that these two donuts are over a thousand calories (laughs) for just the two what kind of donuts are you getting (laughs) good ones (laughs) are they covered in bacon well i very much like a uh a persian and a bismarck and the bismarck that i get is 570 calories it's chocolate covered with cream in the middle and uh yeah it's (laughs) it's a lot of calories i'm so ashamed Uh, is it covered in rug no no it's not covered in rug that's ridiculous um it's uh is it though it's a it's a donut that's that has a cinnamon swirl in it and the one that i like to get has like a maple maple uh frosting on it and it's really delicious oh there you go mitch yeah so so yeah i won't be eating for the rest of the day um but uh, but i know that (laughs) i know that because it's in my app but uh, something else that uh, that I discovered um, that wasn't in the app before that is in the app now is you can set up intermittent fasting in here, too. So something that I've done with some success in the past is uh, doing like a 12-12 intermittent fast. So I stop eating at 7 o'clock at night and I don't eat again until 7 o'clock the next morning. So it it helps just to like... First off, it cuts you off at one point. It's not good really to eat that much late, that late at night anyway. So not sleeping on that food is a good thing. So I I decided and I set this up in the app that I'm doing the 12-12. Now my wife is doing a 14-10. So what that means is that she's done eating at 5 and doesn't eat again until 7 the next morning. So she's only allowed to eat for 10 hours during the day, and then she's fasting for the other 14. So so she's doing it something just a little bit more aggressive than that. 
but yeah yeah i don't eat breakfast most days so maybe i'm accidentally <laughs> intermittent intermittent <laughs> fasting as well that's the most important meal of the day though cam yeah that's debatable i did have breakfast today though no nice egg and cheese sandwich it was tasty I had a sausage egg and cheese muffin this morning, which was 322 calories. So, <laughs> so I've, I've had half my calories for the day already this morning. So it's all right. Got to get it early. So at least that's what I'm going to tell myself. <laughs> but anyway, um, I started doing water tracking again. And uh, I had bought a Hydrate Spark 3 uh, years ago. It's one of these bottles that, that uh, collects water usage or water drinking. So I bought an updated version of that bottle. And uh, it's the, the Hydro Spark Pro. I, I bought the smallest one they offer because I wanted it to be more portable. And, and sometimes when you get the bigger ones, they don't fit in the cup holder in the car. And uh, it's it's uh, disappointing when they don't do that. But uh, yeah, so this is I have a 32 ounce Hydro Flask yeah. and it does not fit in my cup holder in my car. Yeah, um, but that's OK. It's usually stuck in the side of my backpack anyways. Mm -hmm. But yes, I know what that's like. So how much water are you trying to drink? Well, the, the app suggests is uh, 115 ounces. 116 ounces a day. Mm -hmm. So I had that in by like two or three, three o'clock yesterday afternoon. <laughs> and your yesterday. water bottle is that 16 or 20 ounce? This is a uh, 17 ounce. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay. So this, 17. so this makes sense because you realize all the like small bottled water bottles and not the really small ones, but like the regular size ones are 16.9 ounces. So they fit exactly into this. Point one ounce to spare. Actually, to be honest with you, it comes right up to the threads, so I have to drink a little out before I put the cap on. But it's, no, it's a, not. It's, it's, it's lies. Man. It's, it's, it's close. Lies. It's close enough. Yeah. So that's that's a good amount, right? So I mm -hmm. my, like I said, mine is thirty two. So I drink three or four of these a day. So that's ninety six to one hundred and twenty eight ounces, roughly. Um, and that's a that's a holdover from when I was tracking how much water I was drinking. And I just realized, like, I actually, I enjoy water. I think it yeah. tastes good. It's refreshing. And, you know, you know I find that I, my wife is a, a room temperature water person. I'm a cold water person. I, mm -hmm. I like that crispness of the cold water. Yeah. yeah we have a uh, soda stream um, that we've had for a while that, you know, I'd like the carbonated water as well. Put, put a little lemon in it. It's nice. Or good. The burp juice? The burp juice, yeah. That I don't drink while we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Smart man. But uh this bottle also um the bottom of it, so this is this little puck in the bottom is what tracks everything. So and you have to recharge this from time to time, but it has little uh LEDs around it too that make it very satisfying. So when you take a drink and you set the water bottle down, it glows on the bottom. So it just makes me happy. 
It, well done, Mitchell. I, you have hydrated. I find it totally stupid, but but also quite satisfying. So you see it lights up. That Whoa. is not subtle. No, it is not subtle at all. <laughs> hey, hey, everyone! It only Mitch just had some water. It only blinks. Don't give him a high five. By the way, I couldn't actually like make it just do what it does when I take a drink of this. Um, I had to do the little thing in the app to to show you, but where it goes through all the stuff that it does. What it does when I drink is that I set it down and it just glows and then it goes out. And so it's not it's not like you know blinking all over the place and firework show at your yeah. desk. <laughs> <laughs> right so but but it is it is very satisfying to take that drink and then see that little pulsing light at the bottom and and uh it's good it makes me happy so it also will remind me if you look in the app and i i don't know if i can show you this but there's right where right where the, stupid mic get in the right place Right where the right where the circle is, do you see that little tick mark that's inside the circle? It's right. Yes. Yeah. So it's right on yeah, the it's like right at three o'clock. Yeah. And so um, that little tick mark is where I'm supposed to be with my water uh, drinking for the day. So if somehow that tick mark gets ahead of where I've where I'm at for the day, the the bottom of the water bottle will do like one of the longer swirling um, alerts. So that if I'm sitting here at my desk and I'm working on something and I'm behind on my water drinking, it actually alerts me uh, by lighting up and and uh, doing doing the little dance to get my attention. And hey, look at me over here. You need some of me right now. You're falling behind. Let's go. So. But it's good. Good. I like it. That's part of the reason why I wanted to talk about that subject today. Um you know, we could, we could talk too about, uh, I have, um, like I'm old, so it's nice to have stuff to keep track of my, my health. Of course, we both have Apple watches, so we're tracking, you know, quite a bit about, uh, about our health that way too, pulse and stuff like that. Yeah. I just don't ever check it. That's, yeah. That's the problem. The thing that I'm excited about with all of this stuff is that we're throwing all of this data into a central repository that when we need it, we can uh, we can pull that up and look at it. So, you know, if. Yeah, this is true. It's all well, at least mine is all. Um, what's the word? Not involuntary, um, but in the background it's just collecting mm -hmm. in the background of my watch and so if i ever did want to go look at you know like i get notifications every once in a while like oh there's a new trend in your daily amount of steps right uh or you know stuff like that but you know it's tracking you know, like your heart rate and you know all sorts of other things like that um you can you can input your weight over time so you can track it in the health but you, you actually actively have to do that um mm -hmm. but yeah the health app there's there is a lot in there that if you start digging, like there is so much, so many different statistics and metrics that you can track if you actively want to do so, or if you find apps that integrate with the health app that will do it mm -hmm. for you, uh, like your water 
drinking app and you know there's there's other ones that will track your heart rate uh, while you sleep there's sleep tracking apps there you know you you name it that that whole ecosystem is i don't think it's we've reached peak you know health tracking but like right. compared to where we were four or five years ago it's a whole new world um and so if if that is something that people are interested in you could you could spend hours going down that rabbit hole setting up you know a very robust health tracking system with your watch and your health app on your phone um there's a lot there and then they keep improving it every year we talked about it mm -hmm. in our wwdc coverage so yeah so um recommendations for water tracking if uh if you do not want to plunk down the the money for a fancy water bottle that will tell you how much water you're drinking uh, you can use an app called Waterminder. I don't know if you've you tried that app before. I've heard about it. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that way. If you, and you can also, you can manually track your um, water intake in the health app, which means that you should be able to build a shortcut too. That's that what you can just hit a, a button, hit a button on your home screen, enter the amount of ounces, and it will just automatically write it to. So if you want to roll your own, you can. But every everyone that I've ever heard talk about water tracking mentions Waterminder at some yeah. point. That is, I think, become the ubiquitous, you know, people's choice, as it were. Yeah, it's I it's just easier. It I think I think it's such an easy, convenient way to do it without having to write shortcuts to do it. Um, so. Before I got this bottle, I was using Waterminder. I use it for about a week and you can set presets. So there's like six different things, you know, so if you, you know, drink coffee, you drink water, you drink tea, um, you can set up different, different uh, presets of things that you do normally. So if you have a bottle, let's say 17 ounce bottle, of water you can you can put down one of your things as a 17 ounce bottle 17 ounces of water that you drank so if you empty that bottle out you you can use your watch you can use the phone um and just go in and you know add and tap the uh the the preset and it adds it in i think the i think the really the um what's the word i'm looking for the the best way to do that is on the watch. You can put a watch complication on your uh, on your watch face, and you just tap the watch face, and it pulls up Waterminder on your watch, and it shows you the six uh, presets that you have on there. You tap the preset, close the app, and you're done. It's literally takes seconds to throw that in, and I think that's the that's the one way to do it. That's the most or the least has the least obstacles to get to it because let's be honest with you there's so much stuff to track here that if you want to track it it has to be easy and if it's hard if it's going to require you to oh i got to go into the health app and then i got to go find the thing and then when i get into the thing i got to go into this page and then i got to add the data and then i got to type in the thing and you're just not going to do it if it takes a lot of steps to do it so this way you know if it's something on the watch that you can just hit a button and it adds it now, if you had a shortcut that you can put the shortcut right on your watch that says, you know, I only ever drink 17 ounces of water at a time, you could just tap that that button on your watch face. It executes the shortcut and adds that 17 ounces of water and you're done. But uh, yeah, I literally just built the shortcut that for my 32 ounce bottle, yeah. it's one step. Yeah. You 
you go to shortcuts, you type in health, you go to log, uh, log sample, select water, select water, type in your amount, add it to your home screen. And now all you have to do is just tap it and it auto logs your water. Um, it's super, and if you don't want to build it, I can give Mitch the link and we can put it in the show notes. We can do that. I can give Mitch the link. Oh, my. <laughs> do you want a minute? No, I want him to be quiet. <laughs> I'll give Mitch the link to the uh, shortcut and you can customize it to your amount of water. And there, I've done it for you. It took me all of 30 seconds. You're welcome. All right, there you go. Gonna let, gonna let uh, Cam breathe for a second. <laughs> the animals in our life. One one thing I haven't mentioned since we started the show here is that I have both my cats come down in the basement now. Uh, this is a new development because uh, my one um, big boy cat uh, would come down here, Schroeder, and now my little girl cat comes down here. And this is this is a new thing for her. So um, and she's the one that can tend to be loud because if she wants attention, she will let me know she wants attention. But I think right now she's just wandering around uh, exploring the basement because she's kind of new to this. So but uh, but it's kind of funny. She was sitting in my lap when we started recording. But. All right. I'm going to have to figure out how to add this to show notes. Just copy the link. iCloud.com link. Okay. And then anyone that clicks on that link in the show notes, it'll take them to shortcuts on their device with the option to add it to their gallery. Hmm. All right. I'll look into that a little later. doesn't look like it's... It's going to be something I can do real quick here. So, all right. Anything else um, health related that uh, we wanted to talk about using our devices for? Have you used app, uh, Fitness Plus? Uh, I have. And it's honestly, it's really good. Uh, they've got different levels of, you know, intensity or um, duration. Uh, based on you know your abilities and they're all they're very very insistent on saying like start easy like mm -hmm. start at the lowest possible like don't overdo it don't put like you don't want to hurt yourself you don't want to you know strain muscles or like and they have even in like the beginners classes they have different levels of the exercises based on your mobility um you know and that sort of stuff so like if you have bad knees they have like Sometimes they'll have, um, I forget what they call them. It's not adjustments, but it's something like accommodations, maybe. Uh, so how you can participate in that particular exercise, but maybe not do it 100% because you may have some physical limitations. Um, they've got all sorts of different classes um, from like, you know, like uh, yogas and cool downs. They've got high in intensity interval training. They've got weight training. They've got uh, just a whole bunch of different options, a bunch of different teachers too. So if there's 
one of the teachers that just annoys you for whatever reason, you don't have to take their classes. There's multiple teachers per exercise type. Um, you can do it on your phone so you can take it wherever. You, so if you want to go do it in the park or you're at a hotel or, you know, you're traveling and staying at family's house and they don't have an Apple TV, like you can do it on your phone. It connects to your watch. So it tracks all of your stuff. Like it's, it's really well done. Yeah, I I've messed around with it a little bit when it first came out and I thought it was really neat. You know, definitely liked the connect the uh, connecting to your watch aspect of it where mm -hmm. you can you can see it right on the screen. You know what your what your move uh, calories are for the, the workout and and different, mm -hmm. and different things like that, heart rate and that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah, so it's 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 really nice. I, I like it a lot. So. Yeah, they they did a good job, and they're they're I mean they're constantly adding stuff to it too. Yeah, I just really like to see the mad tai chi. I want a good tai chi workout. Yeah, exactly. And and nobody on the nobody on the audio podcast can see what you just did. So, <laughs> well, it was both graceful and threatening all at the same time. Yeah, I was noticing. I was, I was, I, just, I, I think, was I think you want to do Tai Chi because it's the closest thing to the force that you're ever going to get. In real life. <laughs> <laughs> Could be so, but very cool. Oh, I can't think of a heck of a lot more. Um, I did get, uh, I don't know if we want to talk about this today, but I did get back into investing in Robinhood a little bit. Um, I don't well, know if you want to talk about I don't everything know if, is down. Yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about anything that way. Cause, uh, no, it's just, I mean, obviously anything that we talk about finances here, we are not professionals. This is oh, not no. advice. <laughs> we're, we're just a couple of dumb guys that like risk money at stuff that we don't understand. So. But the idea is like right now the market is in a, it's down, but it's not a full recession. Mm -hmm. And so if it bounces back, like it does post lockdown, like I started investing when COVID hit and lockdown happened in March of 2020. Mm -hmm. And that was really, really good for me because everything was just so low. And, you know, I think at the end of like the first year I was up like 115% on my investments, which is so far, I didn't, it was like, I invested like $2,000. It wasn't like I made a fortune, you yeah. know, but that's still good. Still mm -hmm. that, that percent, that's insane. Yep. Um, but it was because I bought really, really low and I had the, I had the expendable income at that point. Cause I wasn't paying rent. I was living in the basement of the church. Mm -hmm. uh, so I didn't have rent. And I was like, you know, I should probably start being more financially responsible um, but that being said, had the market gone even further down, I would have lost all of that money. And so the risk you, you, you do right now, obviously, uh, like this is, this is beginner stuff, right? Is if you invest now when everything's low, you run the risk of the market crashing and losing everything, or you run the reward of in six months to a year, if this bounces back, you could, you can make some serious cash, um, so, you know, that, that's the saying, all right, buy, buy low, sell high. And you just don't ever know after you buy which direction things are going to go in. Yeah, it's always a risk. Mm -hmm. But the, my, I guess my point is, is if you have extra income, that might not be a bad way to use it right now is to mm -hmm. look at, especially, 
some long-term solid stocks or ETFs that are, you know, like companies that have been around and aren't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. But don't, don't, don't take my word for it. Uh, go to morningstar.com and, and take their word for it. They're professionals. Right. Yeah. Like I said, we're just a couple of knuckleheads who uh, think we know what we're doing. So. But yeah, it's, if I had, if I had more ex- expendable income right now, then uh, that's where it would be going would be into investing. Yeah. But I'm trying to save for a down payment on a house. And so I can't afford my down payment to disappear. <laughs> right. No, I, hear, I totally hear that. No, it'd be honest well, with you. the issue is, is part of that down payment is locked up in my stocks right now. So I'm like, Oh no, yeah. <laughs> now I have to wait because no. I didn't take it out in time. So I, to, to be just transparent, I, I had $30 extra from a bunch of bills that I paid off this last month. And I threw that into Robinhood and invested that. So 30 bucks, you know, if it goes down a little bit or goes up a little bit and I lose a few dollars here, a few dollars there is not going to kill me. Um, just, I'm actually up right now about a buck, buck 30. So I'm not getting rich off of it or anything like that, but it is kind of exciting to look and be like, Oh, I'm really up today. I made 40 cents. <laughs> you know, there you so, go. Hey man. But well, you think about it. I'm a little down. 30, today, but. 30 cents is 1%. So if mm-hmm. you're up 40 cents, that's, you know, one, one in some percentage. Yeah. That's trending in the right direction. Yeah. And I, I've got a cup, I've got a, a tech stock. I won't say what I've, what I've, uh, put money in on, but I got a tech stock. I've got, uh, the company that I work for. I bought, um, a little bit of money to buy through like $10 a stock into that. And then, uh, I got like $5 in Ethereum right now. So, um, just because I, I don't like taking the weekends off. So <laughs> I like to watch things move on the weekends too, but, but you know, when it comes to crypto, I mean, I, I'm really careful about crypto because it's, it's so volatile, but but yeah. Yeah. Crypto, crypto. You know, and I've heard a lot of the arguments just, about crypto. Well, um, I mean, I've got some. I've got I've got Bitcoin, Doge, and Ethereum. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, put it this way, like when I got into Bitcoin, it was at like nine grand. It spiked at six just shy of 65 no 67 and a half and it's all the way down to 21 and a half yeah so i mean that curve is like yeah that's it's, bonkers yeah that looks like that so, mountain that mountain uh wallpaper that you have on your phone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true yeah but uh but yeah, you know, I'm kind of doing it for fun right now. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to make a ton of money on it, but, uh, but it is, like I said, no, it is exciting to see that number in green, you know, at the end of the mm-hmm. day. And, and it's, it's a good skill set and knowledge base to just have as an adult to help you understand how money works, why it works the way it does, mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of keeps you in touch with the pulse of how people are feeling right like and the other the other thing to keep an eye on in that regard is real estate and my dad's been a realtor since 91 so i've grown up knowing about the housing market and supply and demand and yada 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 but like it's 
interesting to see how the housing market reflects perhaps even more strongly the sentiment of people than the stock market does because like because of covid hardly anyone is selling houses right now and the people that are selling them are getting them sold in a day with like four offers all of them above asking price because there's more people that need to buy a house than people that are willing to sell a house and the reason people don't want to move is because of of the fear of like i can't I can't buy a bigger house because if I lose my job, then I'm going to have to sell this house for a small, like it's just the, 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 the fear of the what if, right. Mm-hmm. That causes people to hunker down and not spend. And then you add to that inflation and rising interest rates. And it's, it's just very fascinating to see the whole system work and how so many people operate in the same way mm-hmm. be it through the stock market or through housing of like, wow, we really are way more alike <laughs> in like the way that we do things than than we would ever care to imagine you know because it's not just a certain gender or income class or race that's acting this way it's across the board yeah so it's just fascinating no and and i just got another uh e- or email from redfin the other day redfin sends me emails every so often like about once a month to tell me what the um estimate based on comps that my house is worth and that has gone up doing some quick math here um that has gone up by fifty three thousand dollars since i bought the house and how long have you been in the house uh five years it's that's it's pretty, it's pretty good there <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, i mean we we bought in a down market um, in the town that we're I'll in at see. least. And, and the, um, and since like right around the time we were bu- we buying, there was a lot of stuff that was going on in the city council here, uh, where the old city council members were starting to, to leave and new, new blood was coming in and the old city council members wouldn't, wouldn't allow a lot of business into town. Um, because they wanted to keep like the local businesses thriving and stuff like that. So they were very resistant to, you know, big, big businesses coming into town. Walmart managed to get in here, but everything else was having trouble getting in here. So now, and we live in a small, we live, I live in a town of like 10,000 people. So it's not, it's not a huge town, but, uh, but since then, since the new city council uh, members joined, we've had a couple of new mayors, you know, in that time period, um, and more businesses are coming in and now the business culture here is thriving a little bit more. Uh, and it's, it's getting to be a better place for new businesses to open. The whole town is starting to revitalize. And so what the house that I bought then is worth so much more now because just everybody's property values have gone up. You know, it's a, it's getting to be one of the towns in the area that people want to live now instead of being um, being a town where people are like, oh, yeah, that town's, you know, dying. You know, our downtown looked like garbage, you know, five, ten years ago, where now businesses are moving into that downtown area and people are starting. I mean, it's still not where it should be, but it's getting better. And so for me, you know, I'm not going to get... I'm not going to get that $50,000 more right now because of the shape of our house. But if I put twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 into this house, there's no doubt that I could turn around and sell it for, you know, $50,000 more than what we paid for it. 
So, you know, we talk about investing. That's, you know, that real estate is can be an investment. But sometimes like with our house, we got to put some work into it to get that kind of money out of it where we're appraising, you know, about $16,000 more than than what we paid for it. So you could argue that we probably overpaid for the house initially, but, but it is what it is. And now my my loud cat is coming back. It's funny that the smaller one is a louder one. Yeah. Talking about you. So. But cool. We had very adult conversations today. I'm proud yeah. of us. We talked about our health and we talked about our, uh, our finances and investing. Man, it's almost like we're adults. Now, have you heard the good news of essential oils, Mitch? I feel like that would just round out this conversation. Essential oils. I've I've heard things. Tell me. Have more. I got a proposition for you, my friend? Uh, do you have Do you have one that includes snake oil? Yes, but that is only for my VIP clients. <laughs> my wife and I were just having a conversation the other day about uh, about um, like, midwifery, like nutritional supplements. And I looked at her and I says, you know what? We have, we have to be honest with ourselves. How much of this stuff is snake oil? You know, the, cause we take like uh, the cod liver for, you know, this, and we take uh, um, like a vi this vitamin and we take this, like my wife has like my little nursing home cup of, uh, of vitamins in the morning, <laughs> and, which by the way is a great show title. Um, but She's got this this little cup that she puts a bunch of supplements in for me, and some of them are necessary for sure. But there's but I look at her sometimes. I'm like, eh, do we need to do this one? Or you know, I'm not really sure about this one. So yeah, it's pretty funny. Oh, you get yourself some expensive urine that way. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we can uh, move on. Um, let's. Uh, <laughs> hit that one and say hey let's uh let's take a look and see what's delighting you today cam well it it's not like i guess i guess the, the specific thing would be spending time with friends and and I, that's so broad but like over the fourth of july weekend uh friday saturday sunday and monday i had four uh separate parties uh, all with friends uh, that involved grilling and pool, like in a pool and outdoor games and bonfires and just four straight days of just a ton of fun with friends and all, all my kid was in Colorado with her mom, but like all of their kids and good food and lots of laughter and storytelling and, you know, like dunking kids in the pool and chucking, you know, playing football and just, having a good old time and then uh i'm taking all of this coming week off of work and we're doing vbs at the church and that's going to be spending a lot of time with my friends and their kids and you know being silly and goofy and um it just and not having to work during the day means i can spend time during the day with friends if i want to or you know whatever but like just there's a, there's a concentration in these two weeks of just lots of time 
spent with people that I care about um, and enjoy being around and that make me laugh. And, and, you know, um, it's just really enjoyable. And, you know, after so long of not getting to do the normal stuff, it feels really good that we get to do it again, you know, and it's just, turns out I like spending time with people. You know, I always thought I was an introvert. Um, and I think, I think I ride that line. Not that it matters, you know, Mm -hmm. one way or the other, but like, I think I got too much time alone during the early stages of COVID that now I'm like, anytime I get to spend with people, I'm like, yes, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. (laughs) So it's, it's just, it's just fun, man. And I've got a really awesome crew of people here, um, of all places. And they're just, you know, they love Jesus and they love me and Mm -hmm. we have a lot of fun together. So, and you know, as far as the, the introvert thing goes, I think that, uh, um, it's not that introverts hate people. They're just more selective about the, the group of people that they, that they okay. want to be around. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. I like spending time with my people Yeah, because they have passed the test. They're in the inner circle. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the crazies that I don't want to spend time with. That's yeah, well, and we're, that's you know, I want to sit down and have a deep, interesting conversation with people and, you know, and I don't want to disparage, um, you know, everyone with this, but there's so many people out there that you just can't have that kind of conversation with. And, you know, I like to, you know, it's not that people aren't intelligent. It's just that they're not intelligent about the things that I want to, to talk about. There are people out there that aren't intelligent, I, you know, honestly, but to be to be able to sit down have a good intelligent conversation with somebody uh, with somebody that's willing to be open-minded and understanding um, of your point of view on something and will also be willing to share with you their point of view about something and and have fun you know having those conversations I think that's that for me is what I look for and and friends and people that I want to hang out with because what I don't want to do is just like have shallow, meaningless conversations. Cause it, to me, that just feels like a waste of time. Yeah. I like having fun too. Don't get me wrong, but, but it's, you know, within that fun, it's, you know, I think it's fun to have these good, meaningful conversations. Yes. Let us discuss the finer points of your metaphysics view. We shall get to bags later. So anyway, I think you're making fun of me now. No, no. <laughs> not at all. I uh, never do that. So what's delighting you, Mitch? So I, uh, I would toyed around with a few different things, um, to talk about this morning. And, you know, I've been really, there's a couple of things I've really been enjoying over the last week or two. And, you know, one of those is certainly I've been enjoying worship music a lot more, which, you know, I'm just, I'm getting to a place with my relationship with God where it's just, so, it's been so satisfying. I'm learning what it means to delight in the Lord. And that, 
that's I think uh, been really really good for me. Um, but I think even more than that, uh, you know, as as a husband, I think it's so important for us to be uh, spiritual leaders in our home, and I. I, my wife and I have done, uh, have read through the Bible together. You know, we have, you know, we, I want to say it was like probably 10, 15 years ago, maybe eh, probably closer to 10 that we started, uh, doing devotions together every day. And we, uh, for the longest time would read a little bit of scripture. You know, we did like, I read a bi- the Bible in a year, one, one year. Um, and, uh, and then there was a, a Bible that they put out that was like a day by day Bible that had not only all the all the the Bible that you needed for the day, but then had little commentary about the Bible and things that related to the text. We did that for a year. Um, we took like three year chunks of reading through the whole Bible, but doing it in smaller chunks, you know, maybe doing like a, a chapter a day. Um, we've read through the New Testament, you know, a few times. Uh, together. And recently, we decided to start moving away from that, that kind of devotional little bit, and doing like a, um, the experiencing God um, daily devotional, because they have he has a, a day day by day devotional that's that's related to the the experiencing God. That's not what's delighting me today. But I recommend it for folks that that need just like a five, 10 minute devotional every day is just to, to grab that and to read that every day. Cause that, that's a really good way to start your day. Um, but what we started doing this last week is there's a little book by, um, I got to look it up here. Uh, Cause I don't remember who wrote it. He's somebody that, uh, let's see if I can find it here. I have it on my Kindle, so. Which, by the way, there is a, uh, there is a shortcut that I want to recommend for the Kindle. Um, John, John R. Van Geldren wrote this book. It's uh, called Experiencing Jesus. And this book has been such an interesting read uh, for my wife and I, because uh, I'm doing a study right now, uh, at church called the spiritual man. Uh, it's a Watchman knee book. And it really, that study really goes through and talks about the tripartite, uh, man, the idea of the spirit, soul, and the body, um, and how we're made up and how salvation, like this, this book, Experiencing Jesus goes a little bit more in depth with, it makes it a little bit more approachable, these concepts, but it also takes it into a realm where it equates the three tenses of salvation, the justification, sanctification, and glorification um, with the three parts of man. So when we're, when we're initially saved and we're justified, you know, we'll go to heaven when you die, you know, we're sealed and everything. That, it, that saves the, the spirit that uh, takes our dead uh, spirit and brings the Holy Spirit in and makes that spirit alive. Now we enter into sanctification, which saves our soul. And then at, at our death and the, uh, 
at our death, basically, and the end of this age, we'll reach that point of glorification where it saves our body and and we get our new bodies. So this book really lays out an interesting uh, argument for that. And we are in a part of... Uh, of the book right now it's a really little book it's like 120 pages and it's literally maybe three or four inches tall by like three inches wide it's just this little tiny book um it's a fast read and we're in a we're in a point right now where he's talking about the the bad um theologies that that have come out of the church as far as how it relates to um salvation and sanctification um, the idea of like the struggle theology where you have to struggle through your faith so hard and you got to fight so hard. And then like the do nothing theology where it's just like, oh, you know, you're saved now. You just sit back and you get you get sanctified and um, and just like taking the extremes and saying, OK, now here's what is right. And this this calm this culmination of all these different ideas. And, you know, it's the. um be sensitive to the spirit, but be ready to move with the spirit. And, and it's just, I'm doing a really terrible, terrible job of uh, explaining uh, how it, what it's saying, but it's definitely worth a read. And if you read this book, it actually becomes a really cool book to do, um, to use for discipleship and for um, Bible study. I'd love to see either somebody, or if I have the opportunity myself to go through and adapt this for a Bible study. Um, but it, but it's, it's rife for that. So I'm, I'm excited about this book and it's been a really good read to help kind of understand, um, how living in the spirit and living in the flesh, how it affects us and how it's so much better to be in the spirit. Um, and, and just be abandoned to God. And then that's part, that's part of what's really gotten me excited about worship music like recently as well so it's been good awesome mm -hmm. good book recommendation thank you sir yeah have you read this one before or? Uh -uh. No. i've not even heard of the guy that wrote it yeah so that's that's why i thought it was a good one because you know uh it's unusual for me to have a book recommendation specifically about you know, uh, either faith and discipleship or theology, where I haven't at least heard of the author. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm pleasantly uh, surprised and that's a good thing because yeah. that means that my, my, uh, my reading uh, circle isn't wide enough. I need to expand it. So that's good. I appreciate it. I will sure. throw this into show notes so people can uh, can grab this if they want to. It is available again. It's available on Amazon. Um, our church has a bunch of copies that we've. Uh, yeah, the Kindle version is five bucks. There is an Audible version and a paperback for ten bucks. So, um, it's. Hey, that sounds like a good investment. It does. <laughs> I like how you brought that around. So I'll go ahead and throw that into show notes. So definitely recommend it. Like it, like I said, it's a really short read. It doesn't take long. It says 130 pages, but this is 130 pages of this little tiny book. So 
Very good. Oh, should I mention? Did you, do you did you notice what I have back behind me here? Is that Hackett's calendar? Yeah, that's Hackett's calendar from last year. So the uh, the Apple hardware calendar that he put out last uh-huh. year, Stephen Hackett of Relay FM. Um, he just started his Kickstarter campaign for his 2023 calendar this last week. So he has already blown through his $5,000 goal. Um, I'm not sure where he's at right now. I know that when they recorded Connected the other day, he was at like 12,000 already. But if uh, you would like to support that, I think it's it's cool. Uh, This time he's doing software. So... He's taking, got a bunch of pictures and he's doing like, uh, what he does in this calendar that's really cool. And he set, he'll send you a, um, like an iCal version of this calendar as well. So you can put it into your, um, into your Apple calendar on your phone and everything too. But what he does is the calendar has, has replaced all of the, um, like holidays and stuff like that with Apple history stuff. So let me see. I think I, I think I'm still on June, so I'm going to have to flip it over to July here anyway, but today we're recording. It's July. Is it July 9th today? It is. Um, nothing happened today in, in Apple history, but yesterday, uh, in 1998, Apple announced the DVD video kit for movie playback on the PowerBook G3. So, um, but, uh, but it's, it's kind of neat. I like how he does these calendars. And this month is a picture of the, uh, is that the PowerBook? Um, it's like the old clamshell uh, laptop that they had in orange. So, and every if you've listened to the show before, you know how I enjoy my orange. So, <laughs> very good. But, uh, but the... Um, but this new one will go through and talk and have all the announcements of all the software stuff. So uh, if you want a better description than I just gave, um, they do talk about it on the connected podcast from this last uh, week. So check that out. And I'm going to see if I can't find his calendar on Kickstarter to throw it into the show notes for today. So I just remember him not, not complaining, but just bringing up, how many calendars he had to ship last year mm-hmm. and he's doing it again doing so it again. He must have made enough money to make it worth it he is currently at twenty seven thousand seven hundred and seven dollars on his five thousand dollar goal <laughs> how much does the calendar cost um let's see i think i've got to go into back this project um All right. Wall calendar is $32. And he sold $27,000 worth of them. Yeah. 639 backers right now. Oh my gosh. That's a, that's not as many as I would have thought. No, I should, I shouldn't. I mean, they have a couple of things in here. Like you can, uh, um, pledge $10, you know, without a reward. Um, you can, you can pledge $5 for the digital wallpaper pack. Um, so you don't get a calendar, uh, for it, but, uh, but you get the, like a digital wallpaper pack of the pictures. And then 
um, for $32 or more, uh, you get the digital wallpaper pack, the wall calendar, and the uh, online calendar that you can add to Apple Calendar or Google Calendar. And then 38 bucks gets you everything. And, uh, all that stuff plus stickers. So, but yeah. So and it seems like some people are paying more. Mm-hmm. 600 and whatever times $32 is not 27,000. That is for certain. Let's do some math real quick and figure that out. Cause I just happen to have PCALC on my phone. And we'll do 27,707 divided by 639. Breaks down to 40, just a little over $43 a person. So there you go. So some people are paying more. Mm -hmm. Well, who wouldn't want to support Hackett? Mr. Steven. Oh, there's a picture. <laughs> One of the pictures he's got on here is the wheels from the uh, from the Mac Pro, um, like in the grass. They're not attached to anything. They're just laying in the grass. <laughs> but, oh, Steven. All right. So that will be in the show notes. Uh, so if you guys are interested in checking that out. All right. Well, I think we can wrap up for today. Um I don't know that I'll be buying his calendar this year uh, just because of money, but uh, but it does look cool. So, All right. Well, if you are looking for a way to, uh, to check out more of the podcast, maybe you've just discovered it, want to know a little bit more about us, you can check us out at innerdialogue.show. Uh, that has the uh, complete back catalog of the, of the show. Um, we also are reachable on our socials, but you can find those uh, the best on our websites. I am at uh, MitchCraig.online. And uh, I'm at OprahWinfrey.com. That's weird, but we can go with it. It's the first thing that came to my mind. I don't know why. <laughs> you get a podcast. You get a podcast. He's actually at cambrennan.com just to bail him yeah, off there. Camera and don't, yeah. Oprah doesn't need anymore. Yeah. She doesn't need my clout. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so check us out there and uh, we will uh, return with another awesome podcast here in a couple of weeks. Um, if you do have comments, questions, make sure you hit us up on Twitter. Uh, you good with Twitter yet? I mean, I have it installed. Yeah. So at least you can, you I know, if somebody like, at at you or dms you mm-hmm. so i get all the ats and dms <laughs> yes i try very terribly to sound like a millennial sometimes and it doesn't work yeah man you just gotta yeet the tweets that's what i've been told yeet the tweets mm-hmm. all right i'll work on that i don't know what that means i don't know either <laughs> oh I'm sorry. I made an allusion to something earlier that I think I need to need to uh, continue my thought on. And that was the shortcut for for uh, Kindle. Can do we have a minute for that? Sure. Okay. so um, even though we've we've ended the show, we'll call this the bonus part of the show. Since some shows have a little bonus uh, after show, we'll call this the after show. Then we need then we need some base. Okay, we'll do that. Mm -hmm.
gracefully. All right. So um, I did something really cool. So one of the things that uh, it was really cool to me, at least. But one of the things that I've uh, I've really wanted out of a reader. Um, so years ago, I bought a Kindle, um, a physical Kindle reader uh, because I wanted to be able to read and and uh, use that. But I didn't want all the distractions of it being on a device that I get my text messages on and I get my, you know, all my app alerts on and all this kind of stuff and, and has a bunch of distractions. So, um, so I was thinking about this with my Mac or my iPad mini, because I love this little iPad mini for reading, but it still had the problem that I could get distractions on the device. I could get, uh, you know, text messages, different things like that and, and be pulled out of whatever I'm reading. So I created a, animate or automation and shortcuts that now every time that well at first off I created a focus mode for reading that only allows my wife and for some reason I thought my pastor should be able to get a hold of me um because they're the two people that when they get a hold of me it's usually something time sensitive or it can be time sensitive so I didn't want to block them out but because uh, like if I'm reading and my wife wants me to pick her up from work and I don't get the text message, that's a problem. So and a lot of times if my pastor's texting me, it's something that he, you know, he noticed something on the website that he wants changed. And that's usually can be a time sensitive thing. So I want to make sure that uh, that I can uh, get that taken care of right away. But needless to say that I created this focus mode and then I created an automation in uh, shortcuts that basically anytime I open the Kindle app now, it it automatically kicks that focus mode up and blocks everything except for my wife and my pastor. So I don't get any notifications. I don't get any text messages um, barring those two. And it just basically makes it so that this is a dedicated Kindle reader for me so that I don't like I don't get all those distractions. So. Um, and it's worked pretty well up to this point. So I, it's just something, it was really quick and easy to do. And I may do this for more apps uh, going forward. So if I'm maybe watching the Disney plus on my, on my uh, device, maybe I don't want all my Twitter notifications coming through all the time. That would be a really good thing to be able to filter out and not have to deal with. But, um, but yeah, so using focus modes and shortcut automations to basically tell the device, hey, this is all I want to know about while I have this app open is, is a pretty cool deal. So I like it. I think I, yeah, had I have I have one um, for um, reading focus mode too that uh, blocks pretty much everything out except for a certain set of people. Yeah. And I'm trying to it turns on for me, it turns on automatically with Kindle books and my Bible app. Okay. Yeah. I could probably add the Bible app to that too, but, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really good solution. Yeah. I'm trying to find it right now because I wanted to see if I had to make a separate one to turn it off. So you don't need to use shortcuts to do the, um, to automatically kick it on. You can do that right within the focus mode itself. Can you? 
Okay. Yeah. So if you go into the focus mode and you edit its settings and scroll down, there's a turn on automatically. And it says have this focus mode turn on automatically oh. to set time, location, or while using a certain app. And you can just list the apps right there. You know what? I totally forgot how I did that, apparently. Good grief. How do I get into this? Um, I You know, now that you mentioned that, I wonder if that's the way I did it. <sighs> but reading... Yeah, that's how I did it. I apologize. Yeah, that's the automation in uh, in the focus mount itself. But it's still super useful, and I'm still really proud that I discovered it. So there you go. All right, I added my Logos Bible app to that list. So good stuff. Yeah, pro tip though, for sure. Yeah. Faux shadow. All right, I'm interested. I'm excited. I'm hoping that we're going to see a public beta of uh, iOS 16 and iPadOS 16 before. I'm not going to. I don't think I'm going to be able to install um, Ventura because of my need to use Audio Hijack. But <laughs> but uh, but I'm excited to get the betas on on my iOS and iPad uh, devices to uh, try all the new features in the new OS. And I'm assuming they usually release that around the middle of July. So hopefully by our next podcast, we will have, I will have that. I think you already have it because you got a developer account. But yes, we shall talk all things new operating mm -hmm. systems. Um, I talk off the air with you, but I, I will need to do talk about some scheduling stuff for um a future date so anyway all right well we already tagged out the show and uh, i hope you enjoyed the after show today so uh we'll see you back here next time have a great day toodles